So we just started Perachav Gimel. We'll just give it another Kriya. Midrash is explaining the Pasuk, Vayavo Ad Har Ha'elokim Chorova. And we spoke out last time that Har Sinai has many different names that are that are that are listed, and obviously that uh, is going to raise a flag with with a Drush component, right? Um, it should be only one name. Things have one name, or at least certainly the Torah should only be revealing to us one name. There's no reason to you know give us all the different names that the thing is called, unless it's coming to tell us something. So, what are the five names? It's called Har Elokim, Mountain of God, Har Bashan, Har Gevnunim, Har Chorev, and Har Sinai. And so each one of them, Kazal Darshan, to be telling a concept either that Kalsar received divinity, divine um, all uh, yoke upon ourselves, the kingship, divine kingship upon ourselves. Um, that's Har Lukim, Har Bashan, Shekomash Yisrael Ochlin. So Bashan is the language of Bashan with the tooth. Everything we have from the tooth, everything that we eat, is in the schus of the Torah that we received over there. Har Gavnunim. Shenaki Mikol Mum Kigvina. That is, this perfectly white, uh, I'm imagining, um, like a sour cream. Right, that's in, in in Israel. They call that gvina levana, white uh, cheese, not hard cheese, but soft cheese. Um, har chorev shemimeno nitlu bezdin rishus leharog becherev. So, the, the Torah empowers us to use the sword in bezdin, and then. So we have a machleka, so to speak, uh, an alternative. Either the chorev is from language of cherev, of a sword that the basin uses, or chruvim destructions that the akum are going to be destroyed. And finally, Har Sinai, because from there Hashem began to Kiviachol hate the Ovdi Kachovim, Umazolos. Okay? So, here we go. Birze ki Nisina's Torah le Yisrael, Maile Elyona Lumikablum. So, receiving the Torah, it's a very, very great thing for the Jewish people. Because 
So, v'ha'umus she'enem ru'uyim l'mayla zos, en sofaki kabu a'ideze rihuk v'sina. So there's no question it's going to cause a distancing now in the morale as v'sina, so you should understand that hatred and rihuk are synonyms. I mean, what does it mean, hatred? Hashem hating. I mean, hatred is not exactly something that we can put together with a perfect being. Usually hatred is some sort of a negative meter or another, unless it's a hatred of that which is evil, which is a way to push it away, right? Like David Mala says, Tachlis sinus anasim. I've hated them with the epitome of hatred, which which means the, the, the desire that this thing shouldn't be. Right? So the moral here is telling us that when Hashem is hating someone, in his rehook, it means I want nothing to do with you. Okay, so she cave and she knows not Torah. Vehaya say their hamitzius no sin, and the way that the world is built is spiritual underpinnings. She tia Torah, she he say their alokis bolum. So really, is built in a way that things should conform to the Hashem's desire, which is which is the Torah. So those for whom it works out, so that's really wonderful. That's Klausel. So they become, they gain a connection to Elokus. That's why it's called Har Elokim. But those that not, it's going to be negative. So, you know, it's like, um, to a certain extent, you look at two different seeds. I have a seed for a, um, a, a wonderful you know, fig tree, right? And I have a seed, or not a fig tree, that's not a good example because it doesn't really have a... I mean, those, yeah, those seeds in there, right? Or for, for a seed for a palm date, right? And then I also have a seed for a pine tree, which is totally without any fruit, right? So when I look at the two seeds, I don't really tell any difference. I even put them in the ground and the roots start developing, I also can't tell the difference. If something comes up, begins coming out of the ground, also hard to tell any difference. But when the thing reaches its completion, I say, oh, this is a great tree, this thing is giving me fruits, I love this thing. This, this is a piece of garbage, it's, it's, I'm going to cut it down, I'm going to use it for firewood. It's not giving me anything. I don't mean to say pine wood is garbage, but pine wood is, is from what's called... Um, it's a type of a, it's it's a foolish tree, meaning it's a tree that doesn't bear fruit. Right? Fruits should bear a tree should bear fruits, and these foolish trees don't bear fruits. So I'm disappointed in them. I don't like them. I'll cut it down. I'll plant another day palm. Right? So the point is that once Hashem expresses His rots in the world. And that's received by some, but not by others. Even though there's always kind of the case, it was 
pretty apparent that that's gonna that that's what was gonna be. The Umus Olam are not gonna be able to receive the Torah. But still, when they don't, then it's like, oh wow, like this. So then, explain to me what once the reality of the world is here, that there's a Ratzon of Hashem revealed in the world, and you are not it, and you're not following it, and you're not able to be a vehicle of expressing it. So then, what are you then? So Kolzman that it wasn't here, so it's not so bullet, it's not so, it doesn't stick out, it's not so blatant that this, that this is a impropriety. One's Kalal are servants of Hashem, so whoever is not is sticking out like a sore thumb. Shisham Kiblu Hatora Gore Matov Limi Shekibla Torah. So therefore, on the one hand, this gives good to the Jewish people. That's why everything we eat is from there. It means now we're gonna get our parnasa in the schus of the Kabbalah Satorah. Right, so number one Zahara Lokim. Number two, it's a har bashad. From the language of Bishain, with the tooth, that everything that we eat is because we're servants of Hashem. The hefezeh losom sheinlam Torah, and it's the opposite for those that are not serving Hashem. They don't have the Torah. So it has five names. Hashem Arishan Morashisham Kiblu Atora Vanasa Hakodish Borohu Lahem Lalukim. The Kabbalah's Malchuso Hu Inyan Rishan Luze. Meacher of one root, which is the acceptance of Hashem as the king. And then from that comes out two things for good and two things for bad for those that don't keep it. Vatov nichlal bishnei dvarim hatov be'atzmo vehemshech hatov shenitzchi. So the good and the fact that it's going to be in, in perpetuity. Vashem arishon melishnei shemos. Hamoral Hatov Shi Kablu Shomreya Torah Lafikach Nikra Harba Shan Shikoma Shaochlin Bishinehem Bishwila Torah. Hashemashani Mora Alanitskis. Give us a little context on Bashan. I maybe you know it Noah, but I'm confused by Harbash uh Mr. Ocha. What's 
B'shain, B'shain, with the tooth. Everything that we eat with the tooth. Yes. Lefikach nika hahara ze gavnunim shenaki mikol mum ke gvina. Now we we weren't sure when if you just read that straight, not clear what. Is Naki Mikomum? What is it that is so perfect, that is so flawless? And what is the good thing about I me? Mean, let's say if if Har if if the if Har Sinai is what is called the Har Gavnunin, so it is very very white. It's this perfectly white thing. So it's a very nice thing, wonderful. What does it do with us and the Umus Olam? Right, so I'm all trying to answer that by saying that somehow, number, was, uh, question number one. Question number two, why should there be this many names? we got to have some sort of a reason. So five names, okay, so one of them is going to be the primary, and from it is going to come out two, two that are four. So two I get it, one for Klaus or one for the Goyim. But why two that are four, meaning that, each one of those, one for the Klaus, splinters into two more, right, into two, and the one for the Umusolom splinters into two. Why is that? So he's explaining that one is the good, and one is the fact that it's in perpetuity, that it's continuous. And somehow this Gavnunim is going to tell us that. So let's see. Ubavur Shehu Naki Vein Bomum since Har Sinai is this perfect place, perfect, perfect place to receive the Torah, has no mum. Yisrael shekiblu ha-Torah ain't behem mum. Oh, so now it means that we don't have a mum. Since we receive the Torah there, and it's a place that's compared to sour cream, so then it is... The, so that we also have no mum. So that's something, if there's no breakage anywhere, then there's nowhere to, there's no weak spot that's going to cause that the um, breakage is going to spread from there, right? So, Ra causes more Ra. Tov causes more Tov. So if I have some sort of an equilibrium, yeah, no, you, you, you've studied there, Hashem, man is created with physical and negative, uh, uh, physical and spiritual parts, and the two of them are in a wrestling match. Yeah? Yeah. So, what each one I'm trying to do, Tov is trying to spread Tov, and Ra is trying to spread Ra. Now he says over there that you, you should know that man was created bishikul, in a balance. Because if, what if it would be that the one of those powers is overwhelmingly more powerful than the other, they'll just very quickly automatically go to completion, one way or the other. And then there's not going to be any possibility 
for it to go in the other direction, right? Feels like it. So, what does Bushikul mean, Noach? 50-50? Or anything as long as there's a counterbalance. As long as there's some sort of a... Where it's not just a no-brainer. There's one side and not the other. I wanted to say 50-50. That doesn't sound right. It seems like, it seems like the... Way things are is that the Yitzhar is more the, the things that are things that are drawing one towards physicality is more powerful than things that are drawing to, one towards towards spirituality. So I'm not sure it's fifty fifty. There's just there has to be enough of a counterbalance for there to be Bihira. Right. So so he says over there that actually I, when I, when Hashem literally created Adam Arishan, created him in a way that it was the minimum amount of Ra left over that it would still be considered that he did something. But but it was right there. And if he would just, just by doing that minimum amount, he would have tipped the whole thing over, it would have been a domino effect after that, and that's it. He would have gone towards completion. Right? But now that he sinned, so there became a lot more breakages inside of our spiritual construct. And those breakages then predispose a person to more breakages, right? A person has bad meadows. So then he gets into a fight with people. So then he's also over in a virus of, of uh, you know, and then he curses someone. So now he used Hashem's name in vain. So then uh, and he just keeps on driving a person, like the Gemara says, the Yitzhahara, Gemara Sukkah, Says the Yetzirah tries to kill, tries to ultimately kill a person. It'll just keep on breaking away at his midos, at his habits, at his spiritual integrity, until there's nothing left, and the person has completely destroyed his life, either either in this world, but certainly in the next. Yeah. Um, so the point is, you can have a balance and a counterbalance. You know, let's say anything, 80-20 is still called some, some sort of a balance, let's say, right? Anything less than 20% is just going to automatically go to, is going gonna, is gonna to just so over-dominantly powerful, the one side and the other, that it's just going to very quickly become 100% versus zero, right? Um, it's like, um, you know, right now, we're kind of seeing it with, uh, I don't know, with Amazon, right? Is, since they're so big, so everyone has to sell their stuff on Amazon. And since everyone's selling their stuff on Amazon, so everyone has to buy on Amazon. And so, they're very quickly, it's going to, you know, seemingly, going to go to a hundred zero, right? Whereas if you had, like a, Another company that was a good runner-up, it was uh, 40% of the market, whatever. It doesn't have to be 50-50 to be a competition. Right? Coca-Cola and Pepsi have a competition. Even though it's not 50-50. Make sense? So, so he's saying, but if there's no breakages, so then there's nowhere from where the breakages can begin. If the whole system is perfect and it supports itself. The muscle that I, that I always like to think about is an egg. If you take, take an egg and you try to 
crack it, just by putting it in your fist and exerting pressure this way, right? You're not going to be able to. The egg is so strong, you're not going to be able to break it, right? Because the shell supports the whole thing. Every part of it supports every other part. But if you make one little tiny chink in it, one tiny little hole, then a baby can can break it like this, nothing with two fingers, right? So that's so that's how um, things work in the spiritual world. Morale, by the way, a number of places explains that this is why a person who is a mechuser aver cannot go out to war because if a person is missing a limb, one of the one of the fundamental limbs. Um, so then he's already on a physical level broken so then his physicality can just keep on sliding down and down and down and we see this with people getting sick it's it's unbelievable you can have an older elderly person right 75 years old be healthy healthy right all the organ systems are good all of a sudden one thing goes wrong right and then now, you know, they felt they broke their hip. Uh, so now what happens? So now they're laying in bed. They're laying in bed so they get a pneumonia. So you, they treat the pneumonia, but th- those, those meds are hard on the, on the kidneys. So then they start, um, you know, uh, uh, making that the kidneys don't work as much. So then that puts pressure on the heart. So then the heart starts failing. It, it, right? The, the whole is just... And you can, unfortunately, have a downward spiral. So the point is over here that since Klausel received the Torah in this perfect fashion without any mumim, so then there's, it's, it's, it's Lenitzchus, it's forever. Now obviously we're going to want to know what you mean, but there was a Cheta Egel immediately afterwards. So what does that mean that it was this blemish-free acceptance but that's in the meantime at least that will answer our question why do we have two good things happen to Klaus our answer is one is the good thing itself that's the fact that we have Parnosa the fact that Hashem is giving us life and this is in a way of perpetuity um, Nimza Shnei Shemus Hamorim Alatov. So then the two good things, the two names of of the mountain that, that speak about the good that the Jewish people received. Ha'echad Hatov Shekiblu Vashenyi Mora Alandeshis Ve'elu Shnei Dvarim Nizkarim B'Torah Tamid Almailas HaTorah so, we always talk about that the Torah is going to give to the Jewish people two things. Leman yeitav lecha. The Torah is a good thing for us. It's going to, be, it's going to cause good to us. Zeu hatov shi'ikablu. This is the good that we're going to receive. Varakta yamim. And you're going to live for a long time. So, it's going to be good and it's going to be in perpetuity. That's the Nitzchis. Ki Gashara Tov, who Nitzchis, who Tov Bukol, 
כי אם אינו נצחי, אין טובוסו נחשב. So, great, you gave me this really wonderful thing, but it's only for a minute. Right? That's not, that's not the true good. The true good that you give me this great thing, and, and I keep on having it. I mean, a feature of good, one of the aspects of good, is not only what it is, but also for how long you have it. Now, Hashnaim Hachirim Morim Hefakza Asher Mismalim When they when they left when they left it like a I'm not sure let's see like left from a language of left, as opposed to right. Kemo akum ro'uyim sheyichrovu v'luye kium lahem So then, they should be annihilated, and there should be no, they should have no continuity. V'davaz ha'hefech harachas yamim so that's one. To be destroyed is the opposite to live, to live forever. Umi, Shamar, Shemisham, Notlu, Bezdin, Rishus, Laharog, Becherev, Hugamke, Ninyaze, Haover, Hatora, Yeshlam, Rishus, Lebezdin, Lavdo. So this is a little bit different. So it's seemingly, first of all, to say, well, hey, wait a second. This is not talking about non Jews. This is talking about that the Basin has a right to execute Jewish people. Right? So the moral, yeah, it's true, but this Jewish person is not in compliance with Harsinai. So he's, just like Harsinai is this really, really great thing for those of us that keep it and are committed to it, but it's, it's a very negative for the people who don't keep to it, because it testifies against them, it's, it it says this person should be destroyed, right? So, therefore, whether it be talking about Jewish people who are of our yonim, and they get a Mises based in now Mises based in is not Lenetzach Netzachim, it's just from Olamazet, right? Or we're talking about the Ovdi Kachavim. For whom they are destroyed, and they're destroyed absolutely. So both are a negative of the wonderful characteristic of the Torah. It's like we just saw in the Kol Boker Seder, right? By uh, oh, I was going to say no, uh, never mind. Um, that Kiddush and Havdalah are two opposite things. But they're, but they're kind of two flip sides of the same coin. Right? Kiddush is the today special. Havdalah is that it's separate from the other days. Right? So, Kiddush and Havdalah are like when a person proposes to his wife, he says, 
Haret Mikudashisli, not proposals when they get married. Haret Mikudashisli, the Kiddushin. But at the same time, that means Haret Asur Lukuli Alma Kahektish. As you become forbidden to the rest of the world. So closeness, in one regard, makes it absolutely prohibited to go in the other direction. Right? Like the side is Sorry, say again. That the root of decide is is thought, homicide. So making a decision is homicide on all your other options. Okay, yeah, uh, it's like a a little bit of a drush, You're saying. Okay, I hear. So when you're deciding, you are eliminating the other options, right? So here, so the more strongly you're connected to the decision that you're making, for example, a young lady accepting Kiddushin, so she becomes in a very, very special way connected to her husband, but then she becomes extremely powerfully forbidden to anyone else. Right? So when Hashem is bringing the Torah into the world, so on the one hand it's going to be very, very wonderful for those that keep it, it's going to give them um, parnasa, that's bashan, bashain, right? And it's going to be lunatzach. But those that don't are not going to be able to stand here. They're not going to be able to continue. So that's the cherev. That's the Mount Chorev. That's the destruction. Okay, Klaudavr. Shem Chorev. Meaning those that treat the Torah with their left hand, people who are not interested in the Torah, the Torah, solve Shiavdu. So in the end, they will be destroyed. And then, now that's about how, for how long? The answer is no continuity. Opposite of, opposite of Lenesach. And then as far as the quality was it going to be the opposite of having all your parnosat taken care of and having tov, having goodness to you. The opposite of goodness is sina, is hatred. Hare sinai and har sinai al shame harichuk va sina sheishlo sam she'ein lahem mailazos. So that is going on the distancing. Which, uh, which is a type of a hatred. I, I, I don't want to look at you. can't see you. I can't bear to stand you. That is a rihuk. That's a very tremendous distancing. Vein tov lahem klal rak ra avazman asher heim nimtsoyim. So eventually they're going to be destroyed. So they're not going to have any kiyum. But even while they're here, they're very, very distant from Hashem. Kamosh Hashem yizborach. Maybe a tovli Yisrael, Mishul Ahava, Kach Tovora La Akum, so too he brings evil to the Ovdi Kachavim Umazolos. Bishvil Sina. Because of this hatred means to say this concept that is inappropriate. That there should be human beings in the world who are bachlal na shayech to 
to serving Hashem. It wasn't called the evil mountain. Hashem never does anything evil. Hashem hates them. It means that they're distant from Him. He's distant from them. They're abandoned. Now, when you get very far away from Hashem, in those dark shadows, in those scary corners of the, you know, catacombs of the exiled lepers, right? The people who are not connected to Hashem. So there is where Ra lurks. Kahu pirush hamaimer so, it's not that Hashem, that the Torah is evil, Shalom. Torah is, is tov, it's, the, it's, it's wonderful. But for someone who chooses to distance himself from it, so then it's a sama mothers. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a poison of death. So that is the... Five names of Harsinai, the one name, the essential name. I wonder, yo, I would ask, why is it that we call it Harsinai? I was about to ask that, meaning we easily we have three Tov names or two Tov. No, one definitional. This is the place where divinity came down to the world, and then could use that too. That that's the one that seemingly you, you should use, meaning Correct. being that that's the one that kind of tells you what happened, and then from there comes out two that are four, you know, one for Klaus or one for the Umos Olam, and then you know within that there's two for each. So yeah, so that's going to be a question. Maybe we're going to have some other Pirushim as to what Harsinai means. I, I, we're going to have Rabbi Akiva soon telling us that he believes Harsinai was his actual name. And Har Chorev was its nickname. I mean, that's what that's it was describing. What was going on? So maybe we're going like maybe we are understanding things like Rabbi Akiva. We'll see. But according to this midrash, uh, that would be a little bit of a question. Again, unless in some way or another, you know, Chazal understood that. That this is important to stress. I don't know. Have to see, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Maybe the other the other Tanoim will give us a new perspective. Which means maybe this Tana would talk and not call it Harsina. I mean, he would refer to it as Harlokim. Okay. Have a wonderful day. Looking forward to seeing everybody. Uh, Ezra, uh, August 23rd. I told you. Hashem. Hachnot Sefer Torah. No. Noah. August 23rd, that's in um, two weeks from today. Great. Uh-huh. That is not a great day for me. I think I'm having both my children's birthday parties on that day. So, <laughs> so you bring your children to the tent. We're making we make a big tent. We're going to give them okay. balloons. We're going to give them some, uh, some flags and okay. things. And you're going and, and to get to, to have a picture with the Sefer Torah on their birthday. Beautiful. Shema. Okay.
Okay. Okay, so look, please look forward to further communication about. I, I think right now, tentatively, scheduled for twelve thirty to two or something like that. But uh, but please, uh, yeah. Okay, Ezra, I really hope you'll be able to make it. Okay. No, did you want to say something? Yeah. Quick question. Uh, quick question. I just learned. Uh, 